make your mind tonight Pulling your hair, baby I feel you breathing on me, on you You know that I'm a selfish lover When it's mine, I want it One track mine for it, for you And welcome to Real Talk with Latoria L. Nettles. I am your host, Latoria L. Nettles. We are on episode number four of Real Talk with Latoria L. Nettles. And as I promised, every Thursday this month, I was bringing a, a different interview um, every Thursday from different individuals from different walks of life where we have talked about relationships, life events and current affairs. I really appreciate you tuning in to watch any of my videos. Thanks to those of you who are tuning in now and to those of you who will watch this video on replay. Make sure that you're following me on social media platforms at Latoria L. Nettles and also at Real Talk with Latoria L. Nettles. I am going to bring my guest on shortly here. I'm very excited um, about having Rayshun and Bria Johnson on and they're going to share some tidbits of things that they have learned um, during the course of their marriage. Uh, my intent was to only do four videos um, under Real Talk with Latoria L. Nettles. So I'm going to take some time to kind of reevaluate, go back and watch my videos, kind of do some tweaking, um, come up with new show ideas. And also I'm going to take some time to see if I want to continue to do videos or if I want to move to a true podcast format. So if you don't see me for a couple of weeks, um, I haven't quit or anything. I'm just going back to reevaluate and see where, you know, what I need to work on, things that need to be improved upon. And also, um, I'll be reaching out to different people to bring you continuously um, new information, new um, interviews and just things that I think would be helpful to you in any walk of life, no matter where you are in life, dealing with relationships, racism, and all of that good stuff. So again, thanks to you all who are tuning in. I am going to go ahead and bring our guest on. Hey, y'all. 
Hey. Oh my God, we can hear um, everyone who has some technical difficulties. <laughs> and I'm starting to think that um, it just muted you guys until I brought you on. So I'm going to turn it a little bit. What do you okay. Think? Okay with this? So let's do it this way. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. I like it. Okay. All right. That is perfect. Well, first of all, I want to thank you guys for coming on um, and joining me tonight to share some tidbits, um, some wisdom regarding the things that you guys have learned during the course of your marriage. So I want to just briefly introduce you guys. Um, Bria is my niece and Rashawn is her husband. So of course that makes him my nephew. And y'all don't tell, sometimes I like him a little bit better than I like her, but I mean, just kidding. <laughs> now we do really love Rashawn and he has been a, 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 a nice addition to the family. And I really um, love the way that he loves my niece. I love their relationship. And one of the main reasons why I wanted to bring you guys on, because even though you are younger than I am, I learned so much just from watching you guys and also from our conversations about relationships and some of the things that you learn. So a lot of times people think that you can't learn from someone younger than you. You can't learn from this person or that person, but you can get wisdom from anyone. And I'm just so happy to have you guys on tonight. So just briefly introduce yourselves. I know that you guys are starting a podcast yourself soon. And we have an author in the house. So if you want to talk about that a little bit before we get started. Oh, okay. I mean, uh, well, a little bit by myself. Uh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm the youngest of uh, three siblings. I'm the youngest. And, you know, I grew up in Foley and everything. But uh, by me being an author, actually, it was, you know, her supporting me of being an author. Oh. Because, honestly, I didn't want to do it at first. I was still, you know, kind of iffy about it. I was, you know, debating back and forth. But, uh, you know, she just kept pushing me and pushing me and, you know, kind of being behind my back the whole time. So, you know, um, by her having that support and that love and that push, that kind of helped motivate me into being an author and actually my book did what four weeks being number one in on like, amazon how many categories was it? in uh in two or three two, categories two or three categories yeah yeah it was number one on uh, amazon for about four weeks so if anybody want to go check it out it's called the heart of a beast on amazon by rashawn johnson Awesome. And Bria, anything you want to tell about yourself? Well, I'm Latoya's niece. I'm her sister's daughter. I'm the best thing that happened to this family. Wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I met I met Rashawn in 2014. And we got engaged 13 months later. Got married nine months later. Yeah. Moved to Tennessee. No, we moved to Tennessee before we got married. And got married at the little park in Smyrna, Tennessee. I don't know who idea was it to just wake up and just get married on May 6th. <laughs> we still don't know. We just still no, don't know whose idea it was. But we <laughs> obviously we were both cool with it. And here we are almost five years later. Our anniversary is in 42 days. I, I love it. I love it. And before we get into um, some of the points that you guys are going to talk about tonight, because I'm kind of going to just let you guys run the show. Um, did you all catch like any flag about you guys marrying young? 
Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, remember <laughs> I was like, I think you're just rushing. It. I think you're just too young. But I always knew. Ever since I was young, I knew I was. I always wanted to get married young. I always knew that. Um, I didn't yeah. know I was gonna get married at like how old was it? Twenty three. Yeah. Yeah, twenty three. Got married twenty three. I didn't think I was gonna get married twenty three, but it yeah. happened. So we, I did a little bit. What about you? Do you think? You I did? mean. Honestly, I never thought I was going to get married. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I just haven't had the best luck with relationships, you know, up until I met this beautiful thing right here. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, but me being married, that never crossed my mind. But uh, by the time we got engaged and started actually making history and making memories, yeah, I knew that you were going to be the one and that. You knew after we got engaged. After we got engaged. So wait a minute. We have to back up just a little bit. It was at the engagement. <laughs> so she was the one race, huh? I mean, nah, honestly, though, I mean, um, because even afterwards, you still have, you know, troubles and, you know, difficulties in the relationship. That is true. You know, because. Right, they, do I want to marry this person I, or nah? I mean, before, before the engagement, everything's good. But after the engagement, that's when things change. You know, I could change, she could change. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's why I, that's what I meant by saying <laughs> after the engagement, I knew that she was the one, that everything was going to be perfect and everything was going to, you know, get better. For that was a good cleanup. And actually, that's a good answer. That is a good answer. And I got it down as a, a future show topic because. A lot of people do express how after the engagement things seem to change, and a lot of people actually don't make it down the aisle after you know getting a rock on the finger. So that's a good point. Right. So y'all get me. Y'all get me. <laughs> I get it now that you've cleaned it up a little bit. So yeah, you clean. You definitely right. cleaned that up. Good answer, Johnson. Appreciate it. <laughs> well, walk me through some of the things that you both have learned during the course of your marriage. Because a lot of people from the outside looking in, especially for singles, um, we think that it's going to be a walk in the park every day. Mm -hmm. That, you know, every day is going, every weekend is going to be you serving me breakfast in bed. And when (laughs) growth and challenges come, you know, how do you face those issues? But what are some things that you've learned or wish you would have known before marriage? I always think that you should meet or be around couples that are married as well, who've been through a lot of the challenges, same challenges that you've been through and talk to them, go to therapy because you always want to talk to somebody who's been through it too, because mm-hmm. I look at marriage as I feel like me and Rashawn, like we, we always were partners. Even when we were just talking to each other, we always communicated well. We always worked out plans together well. I feel like he's always been a great partner to me. Not to me, but we've always been a great, we've always been a great team. Mm-hmm. And I think when people jump into a marriage, sometimes people think it's about them. I want to be married. He's cute. I want to be married because he's cute. Mm-hmm. I think you need to just think about like, is he smart? Can he read? Does he know how to count money? Does he know how to add? Is he gonna be emotionally available? Can he read? <laughs> 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 well, he's an author, so you know. You can't be selfish going into a marriage. You have to always think about 
because how old are we 21 mm-hmm. think about it when we first start dating each other it's like you you still gonna experience life so you gotta think about do i want to experience every little thing that i'm gonna experience throughout my life mm-hmm. this person you can't think about yourself right i mean that's a good point and i think a lot of people they are actually rushing to marriage because of the moment. So, and mm-hmm. you know, they could probably have a good couple of weeks or even a good month or two. So in their mind, they think, oh yeah, this is the one because they did X, Y, and Z. Yeah. But y'all don't have that much, you know, history together and y'all haven't really went through the arguments, the fights, you know what I mean? To actually determine if you could actually last a long, strong, healthy, marriage with that person or not that is true you know so i feel like continue dating continue Mm -hmm. you know making history and making memories and things like that don't rush into it i wouldn't say that you know don't don't rush into anything because that's one thing i learned you know take time on everything that you do take your time on learning your you know your spouse take your time on figuring out what he or she likes what you know all that good stuff and then go to the next level if you haven't already or whatever the case might be. But yeah, I just say, you know, take your time, don't rush into anything, you know, and you know, just continue to learn each other and learn yeah. yourself. Yeah, because you're always gonna learn each other at the end of the day. Like mm-hmm. I don't ever regret getting married. Right. I feel like we just learn to grow and learn each other while we were married. Mm-hmm. Cause we lived together, how many, I think it was like six weeks before we got married. Mm-hmm. But I think because we always were good partners and a good mm-hmm. team, it worked out. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you remember that day when y'all dropped me off down up here in Little Tennessee? I, when y'all left, I started crying. I was like, y'all leaving me with him? Yeah. Are y'all leaving me with, this, with him? And, um, that's your boo, ma'am. Yes, we did leave you. They yeah. left me. Yeah, because I'm like, hold on. I thought we talked about this. <laughs> Going on with the tears now. I thought we were seeing this together. Yeah, I was like, yeah, just to um, bring you up on what she's talking about. When they moved to Nashville, we as a family came together, helped them move, um, helped them get settled in. It was over like it was on like a Saturday and, or a Sunday. So um most of the immediate family came up from Alabama. I was in Kentucky at the time. So we all met up, helped them get settled, and then when we it was time for us to leave. Bria was in tears. She was boo-hoo crying. Then so my sister started crying. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, we just got you selling. Everybody's driven all of this way. And what in the world? Well, is it just at that point the reality had just kind of set in here? Y'all leaving me with him. Yeah. That's what it was. Like we because me and Rashawn just had a weekend relationship for over a year and a half. <laughs> it was a weekend relationship. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, y'all mean to live here with him? Yeah. But it worked out. Well, not y'all wanted to, but we made the decision to move. But I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm like a real adult now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was crazy. Reality set. So what helped you... Um kind of get settled into your role um since you you know moved and now you weren't just a weekend doing a weekend thing you were in a full-blown relationship and then in a full-blown marriage what were some things that helped you kind of settle into your new life well 
I think in the beginning, we weren't working for about a month. Mm-hmm. And we just spent time together, mm-hmm. getting to know each other for those, like, about that month, that time, we just mm-hmm. took time to get to know each other and yeah. talked about what we wanted, our goals for living here, our plans, our dreams, what we wanted to do. Like, we talked about when we're going to plan our wedding. We still have not had our wedding. We had to cancel our vow <laughs> renewal because of COVID. Yeah. But right. We just talked about our plans and our goals, and I think that's what made us grow stronger during that time when we first moved. So I'm grateful that we didn't work in the beginning. Yeah. So that gave you that that bonding time. It did. Yeah, yeah, and speaking of time, um, let's talk about quality time as a couple because you both work. Real, you and you're in school now, and even Rashawn during the time when you were writing your book, I know you didn't have you know as much time as you would usually have to spend with Real. What are some things that you do? To kind of make sure that you're spending time with one another and that you're not neglecting the other person. Mm, I'll probably say, you know, just coming up with plans, just, you know, getting together and coming up with a schedule because, you know, you got to you got to make time because that quality time is important. You know, so you don't really want that to fade away. So you got to. So we pretty much just came up with plans on like Saturday or Sunday. We're going to have date night or we're gonna, you know, do this, we're gonna watch a movie, we're gonna go out to eat or something like that, you know, just to um, fill in that quality time, you know. Because most of the time Monday through Friday, we working in the daytime and at night we hey, can y'all, y'all still there? Okay, I can hear you now. It went out for a second. Can you see us though? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's right. weird. It went away. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, you know, that quality time because, um, where I was going with it, that thing messed me up. Uh, but yeah. Quality so, time, scheduling like weekends together. Scheduling and weekends. Um, because Monday through Friday, we always working. So during that night, we just have enough time to eat something and then go to sleep. So right. you got to, um you know figured out some way somehow so most of the time you know just trying to schedule out you know and just have date night or something like that you know what i mean that pretty much you know how we try to schedule in that quality time that's cool and what about as a couple as especially as a married couple what about those times when you need me time what do you do or are you allowed to have me time or, or my own your own space within the marriage uh i love my me time <laughs> yeah. i love 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 my me time it's my time to think i love like a good morning routine so in the morning when i'm getting ready for work that's my me time it's quiet it's peaceful there's no noise i feel like we don't really have a big bad like a problem getting me time nah. Yeah, nah, you know, I always, I always have my me time in the morning because I feel like, you know, that that's my time to actually get my mind at a good space so I can, mm-hmm. you know, go through in my day with no negative vibes or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in the morning, I love my me time in the morning. I would be in my car, you know, on the way to work. Yes, you know. Yep, relaxing. that's your me time. I listen to podcasts or I listen to audio That's just like my me time in the morning. Like, mm-hmm. One of my favorite things to do in the morning, I, I don't do this as much anymore. But when I do my makeup in the morning, that's like my me time. I enjoy it so much. Mm-hmm. 
I haven't worn makeup much to work lately, but I love it. What about realis realistic expectations going into your marriage? Did you feel like you actually knew what you were getting into or were you kind of caught up in it's going to be like a movie or or what was your expectation going into marriage? Oh man, <laughs> expectations. Really? I thought we were just gonna be moving to Tennessee, living our dream, living our best life. Mm -hmm. Honestly, yeah. for, for me, honestly, I thought it was just gonna be like the old school type marriage. Aww. Like I just, you know, go to work, be the provider, and then come home, mm -hmm. you know, give you a check. That that I don't know why, but that just how that's I what she felt. thought it was. That's what she thought marriage was. Yeah, so I thought it was just gonna be me, you know, go to work, and then I come home. She gonna have dinner ready, that type of thing, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, but I'm glad it didn't work out that way. Yeah, you I would know. be miserable. Yeah, I was just about to say, how do you adjust to that when that's your expectation in your mind? I'm going to work. I'm bringing Brill the check. Dinner is going to be ready when I get home. But when Brill says, hold on, wait a minute. I'm a career woman. I kind of want my own job. I want to go back to school. How do you deal with that? How do you adjust and how do you how do you grow in those instances? <laughs> well, honestly, if how did I adjust to it? Because you still adjusted. Oh, yeah. Yeah, honestly. Is he Brill? Huh? I said, is he? Yeah, yeah, because so I'm doing um, school every day and work every day. It's yeah. a lot. I know I never really had like a strong independent woman, you know. So me having that, I'm like, oh, this is different. You know, I mean? <laughs> like, okay, I ain't used to this. So you can so you wanna go to work. You actually want a career. You wanna make your own six figures or more. I I I guess you know, I'm cool with that. Thank you right at it. But you know, so it, my even though my expectations didn't, you know, add up with the reality, but you know, I'm kind of glad that it did go the way it did, mm -hmm. and not really my expectations, because I'd be miserable too, you know, right. work, you know, hard and 13, 14 hours a day, yeah, and then yeah. just come home, yeah, I, I couldn't do that. So as a man, Rayshon, um, do you think that? that kind of intimidates a man, um, especially if you're thinking about single women who are very goal-oriented, ambitious, work. Some of them have their own cars, own houses. Do you think that is something that kind of deters a man from approaching them? Um, honestly, I think, I think they intimidate. Some people may get offended when I say this, but this is real talk. This is real talk. So I feel like it intimidates boys. That's mm -hmm. what I, feel. I feel like a man, I don't think he would be intimidated by a woman having her own thing or having her own career goals, even if she makes more than him. You know what I mean? That was thunder. I, yeah, like that was it. <laughs> I was about to say. Yeah. Did you hear it? It's tornado warning. <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay. Well, we won't, we won't be on much longer. Go ahead. Right. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I don't think I don't think you'll intimidate a man because you know a man he's gonna always, you know, do him and he's gonna always you know have his thing going on. So why would he try to, you know, like reject or try to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Trying to put you down. Yeah. You know, to keep you from not making as much. So this is like 
not making you not that's keeping you from being the best you that you can be. That's true. Right, right. Yeah, so I think, you know, a woman making a bunch of money will intimidate boys, Ooh. but I don't think it will intimidate a man. So I Amen guess, to that. That would be my answer. Come on through, Arthur. So what are some things that you wished you had have known about marriage before you got married? Oh, I wish <laughs> that a married couple would have just sat us down and told us, talked to us about how to manage our finances together. Mm -hmm. Talk about that a little bit. There are a lot of myths in marriage. A lot of people say this, and I hear this all the time when people say, oh, she's good. She's married. She don't have to worry about working. Oh, you're going to be all right. You got a husband. You don't have, you don't have to worry about that. Um, and I'm like, that don't mean nothing. That don't, that don't mean nothing. And I think that people got, a lot of people need to understand that when you get married to somebody, your debt and their debts together. They mm -hmm. may, you may have a high net worth. Their net worth, they may be debt. That's going to bring your net worth down when you get married. Yep. So it takes a while to learn how to manage your finances together because it may, you see more money coming in, but you still got to pay that debt. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, like, another one of mine is people, when you get married, you understand that my version of a sacrifice and his version of a sacrifice is two different things. Mm -hmm. And it's something you have to learn and respect. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's just like an opinion. It's like something you got to learn and respect about somebody. Uh, that's a major thing for sure. Yeah. And then, you know, for me, I would say I wish I would have known how important honest communication. Now, honest now, key, communication. now that's the key word, honesty. Now, speak on that for a little bit, Rayshon. Yeah, because anybody can communicate. Anybody mm -hmm. can say, oh, you know, I'm doing this or I'm going through this or whatever, but they're still not honest about it. So you're still going to have the issue because we don't know what's the real you, what mm -hmm. you're really feeling. Yeah, because you know what I mean. So I feel like honest communication should, um, well, honest communication is the key. But I wish I would have known that before, because you know we had conversations like, you know, what's going on with you? Oh, nothing. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> we are still communicating, right? Because she told me that she's good, but she's not right. Good. Honest See? communication. See that what I mean? So honest communication and really opening up on how you truly feel, so that way you know i could know what to do or what yeah. i need to work on in order to make you better and vice versa you know i have I to mean? process things like so you know i grew up in a household <laughs> where communication is not the strongest so <laughs> she always says that but I, it is it's an issue. <laughs> so i feel like a lot of especially in black communities, the way we were raised, a lot of people are so against therapy, but a lot of people don't understand the way you grew up in your household affects your marriage. Mm -hmm. like there could be little things that your parents did to you when you were younger, the way they spoke to you when you were younger, that affects how you speak to your spouse today. and You don't even know it. You don't pay attention to it. That's true. The way you self-sabotage, the way you communicate, the way you hold grudges, it all comes from your childhood. So it's, People got to understand that 
communication is what in the beginning i could tell rashawn i was fine but then three months later i was like you know you probably i was upset <laughs> processing how i feel <laughs> i feel as though you don't do this and that's another thing i had to learn uh -huh. I'm, I'm still working on this and not saying you don't do this or you won't do this i have to change the way i say it because i don't ever like to point the gun at the wrong part like that's not a finger <laughs> I <mean>. thing. <laughs> Killing people? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I knew what you meant. Point the finger. So I just I like that honest communication. Yeah, yeah, that's very important. That's yeah. very important in a marriage. Honest communication. That is um that's very important in any relationship. And we as women are notorious for saying things are fine when they're not fine. And a lot of times I know when I say it, if I say I'm fine and I'm not fine, I'm really trying to tell you I need some space. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um, just give me a few minutes. Are you wait? Even, are you allowed to even say that within marriage? Like, I need some space. Give me a few minutes. Let me calm down. You feel like let's come back to it because if I say it in when I'm in that moment, it's not gonna come out right. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. You take all the space you need because I'm the type of partner, Rashawn. How how many how long do I need away from you when I get mad? I don't know. Probably like a half a day at least. It <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I like when I'm upset. Okay. I need about I need a, like a few hours just yeah. to process how I fix. I don't ever want to say the wrong thing and hurt his feelings. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I don't ever want to be that person. So I just I feel like I need a moment just to process how I feel. Make myself realize: Are you being irrational? Are you being <laughs> rational? You know how are you gonna say this to him? How is he gonna feel if you say this? So that's why I need my moment because I'm trying to protect my marriage. Yeah. Right. And my feelings too. So, you know, <laughs> because, you know, my feelings get hurt real quick. Is <laughs> <laughs> that a truth, Rayshawn? Yeah, that, that's true. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't know that about you. Uh-huh. Yeah, Rashawn is very sensitive. Oh, my bad. Nah, you <laughs> be honest. I, I well, let me put it like this. Nah, let true. me put it like this. That's you know true. how when people like snap at you, it came from a, a place in <laughs> hill with him. Like <laughs> it ain't about you, it's him. <laughs> okay. So he re Rashawn will react instead of respond. So I try to give myself space before mm -hmm. I react so that I can respond. Makes and sense. That's actually people. a good answer. I actually like that because sometimes a lot of people like, I don't care who feels it hurt. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get out what I need to get out. I don't hurt your feelings, your mama feeling, the dog feeling. I don't care because no. it's all about me right now. <laughs> and getting my anger out and just saying what I want to say. So that is very mature to be like, okay, wait a minute. I need to take a moment. I need to process. And I need to make sure that I'm not doing anything that will damage my marriage because people say sticks and stones. What is it? Sticks and stones have burned. Bones, words will never yeah. hurt. Sticks and spoons, sticks and spoons. Sticks and spoons may break my bones, but words will never hurt. I said sticks yeah. and spoons. Whatever. Tomato, what tomato. That's but words have a lasting impact. Like, oh, yeah. you can, I can say something to you today and it still may resonate with you 10 years down the road. Like, I can't believe she said that to me. Yeah. So I think that is very important to be able to be self-aware and to be able to reflect and like, wait a minute, I just act a whole donkey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what about apologizing? Who's quick to who's 
quick to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? I have to ask Rashawn, is it true though? <laughs> Look, I don't know. I don't know if it's just in my blood or what. I just feel like because if I feel like I'm, if I'm right about something, even if she proves to me that I'm wrong, but I still feel right. Nah, you ain't finna get my <laughs> project out of me. And this is how I am, Toy. <laughs> in my heart, in my spirit, in my soul, I know that I'm right. That makes me feel so good that I don't oh, have to you explaining myself. You can sit there thinking you're right. When you know you're wrong, and that's what makes me feel good. When I know that you know that I'm right, that you have so much pride that you want to apologize. <laughs> Rashawn does not believe in it. He no. apologize if I'm truly hurt. Uh -huh. I'm apologize. I'm yeah. hurt. My feelings hurt. I'm like, Johnson, you said this. It just hurt my feelings. But, babe, I'm sorry. And I know he means it. If he says yeah. it, he means it. If he says yeah. it, he has to have it. After all, he just said so. <laughs> yeah, because that takes a minute. It takes... Yeah. Woo. Nah, what would you say to to couples who are experiencing like communication issues or who are bringing in issues from their childhood into their marriage? What advice would you give those people? Therapy. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I would. I wouldn't even just say therapy. You know, I just say listen. You know, just don't really talk as much. You know, whenever you're talking, you really sit back and listen and really take in what that person is saying, and you mm -hmm. know, both ways. Because you know, a lot of a lot of marriages don't really even need therapy. They just need communication. They just need to actually take in what the other person is saying and really think about what they can do to change to make the marriage better or whatever. Yeah. And because I feel like I honestly feel like, you know, a lot of people don't work as hard on themselves you know, just because like how you were saying earlier, you know, that probably has some issues that they brought up from the childhood that they're not being that they're not aware of. So if they would do some self, you know, yeah. digging and dig and dig deep down inside themselves to find that they could work on it and, you know, break through and actually, you know, make the marriage better. You know, from just self improvement. I do, yeah, that's my thing. Is I always want. Well, this is something I thought of when I first got married. I thought I was. Supposed yeah. to, I thought I was supposed to put Rashawn first. And I don't know where I got that idea from. <laughs> uh, maybe it's TV. I don't know. I thought I was supposed to put him before me, and that's not true. I believe that you're supposed to always every day is should be your goal number one when you first wake up. Is to improve your relationship with yourself first. When you improve your relationship with yourself first, it actually looks good. Mm -hmm. For me, when I see Rashawn working on himself, instead of trying to make me happy so much, because he oh, likes wow. to make me happy all the time, and I love that. I love it so much. <laughs> but I love when he tries to make himself happy. It makes me love him more. Ooh. So I think that that's one thing that a lot of married couple like when you having. Not being selfish, but you still want to make time for the other person. But you, your goal should always make yourself happy before anyone else. I, I get that. I get what, exactly what you're saying because I'm in a lot of different um, groups on Facebook, and I see a lot of times a lot of wives, especially those with children, complain about how they put themselves last. Um, the, the husband, and you know, at times I think 
that the order of hierarchy will fluctuate depending on the need. But they're like, okay, I, I, did, I do this for my husband. I do this for the kids, but I never have time for myself. So I really like that you brought that up. Just making sure that you are happy within yourself and making sure that you're doing the self-reflecting and, and growth and development, personal growth and development for yourself. Because if you're miserable, nine times out of 10, you're going to make him miserable, the children miserable, the puppy going to be miserable. Nobody's going to want to be around you. I, I think that that's one thing that I was, that's one of the reasons why I want to improve my relationship with myself. Uh huh. And this year, that's like my main goal. I've been working on it for the past three years, but this is my main goal this year is to find better ways to improve myself and make find my own happiness that doesn't involve him. His Him making me happy is always going to be there. Always going to be there. But I have to make myself happy because when we have kids one day, I don't want to feel like I'm having a kid to make me happy. I, get I don't want to have a kid to fill a void when mm -hmm. I don't, we don't have kids right now. I have so much time to fill that void myself and make myself happy. He has so much time to do that because at the end of the day, we always going to be here for each other. Right. right. But at the same time, if you're depending on me to make you happy, then you just setting yourself up. For failure. That's how you're doing. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, what if I, you know, go to the road or something like that and then I can't really make you happy and you just end up being miserable because I'm not here. You know what I mean? So you just setting yourself up for a failure if you right. try to make yourself happy. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I love it. So I want to ask you uh, one other question. What about how important or external relationships, relationships outside of just you guys, how is how important is is it for you to be able to bond and have a relationship with like your male friends? And what about you, Bria? How important is it for you to have those relationships as well? Because some people, and I know this is not the case with you guys, but some people like once they get married, they cut off all the friends, family, and everybody, and it's just just you two. What are your thoughts on that? I think that you have to set boundaries with your friends and family. To let them understand that, hey, this is my husband. I'm talking to my husband. But with your friends, you still talk to your friends. Still talk to your family. You just make time for everybody. But at the same time, everybody understands that you have that boundary that you do have time with your husband. But I don't, that's one thing I don't like is when people cut off everybody for a dude or a girl. And I'm like, who going to be there when? If that person ever decided they don't like you no more. Mm -hmm. That's true. So I talk to my folks and my friends all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's very important because believe it or not. You're going to need their support in the marriage. That too. that too. That too. But believe it or not, too much quality time could be a bad thing. Ooh. Ooh. It okay. Preach right there. Pastor. <laughs> it can because, you know. Think about we had COVID. That's what I'm talking about. Ooh. You know what I mean? Just looking at her every day, 24-7, and you can't really, you know, I mean, you ain't a bad person to look at and nothing like that. <laughs> but, you know, it just... Play to it. <laughs> but, nah, but, you know, every now and then you want to go hang out with your friends, you know, or even just do a, a double date or something like that. Mm -hmm. you, know, you still... You, 
their friend, their friendship outside of your marriage, I believe is very important because, mm -hmm. you know, just spending too much time with your wife or husband or whatever, like crazy. Yeah, it make you it make you go crazy for real. Yeah, because, you gotta have some other people because. Yeah, I love Johnson, but there's some things like even my best friend. I'll share with my best friend first before I tell Johnson because I don't wanna. I don't know. You know me. You need we've been friends for how many years? Eleven years. So sometimes I'll share things with Unique because she makes sense sometimes before I tell Rashawn. Girl, y'all need to tell him that right now. Okay. <laughs> Give it a couple days, then tell him. Like, like I just feel like, and then like, Toy, you know, I call you sometimes. Tell mm -hmm. you I'm blockhead. I'm like, <laughs> so, but I feel like you can't cut your family and friends off because... Uh they are your support system in the marriage. So that's why like, when you get married, you have a wedding. Well, we had a couple and their two dogs there. That was who was there that I went. But uh, I wish I could find those people and like be their friend. I'm going to take them out to dinner or something. But I just think that the people that you're wedding, you got to look at who you want there. And like, mm -hmm. these people are going to be around when mm -hmm. we having a challenge one day. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you want to think about that type of thing. Mm -hmm. Like, so I'm so thankful that we did not have a wedding our first year when we first got married. Because yeah. we had about 300 people on the guest list the first time. Yeah. Not, not the 300 that. people ain't even in my phone. Yeah. How many is it? Is it like 100 maybe? Not I had like 60 people in my phone now. Yeah, I just better say. You know, I don't have a lot of people in there. And so when we decided to make a guest list for the viral that was canceled, Mm -hmm. Less than 100 people because I know these right. people support our union and they all support it forever, yeah. right? I hear a lot of people say that. Um, oh, I, I hated, hated that we had that huge wedding, all those people. We could have just taken that money and gone to an island, we could have just done something small. And I always thought that I would do something huge, but now as I get older, I think it's important just to have, just like you said, those key people. Who you know you can call on those people you know can support you um and encourage you in your marriage and i think that is so important because you really think about it like how do you really really know three to four hundred people like personally can you really call on those people and most of the time they're coming just to watch be nosy um eat up all your food drink up everything <laughs> have a good time and peace out yeah. and then you run into a little trouble or something like hey uh nah but you you know, you were there at the wedding. I can't even call on you to just even for a prayer or something like that. So, exactly. and speaking of prayer, how important would you say is um, covering each other in prayer in your marriage and your relationship with God individually and collectively? Oh, yeah. You know, God got to be a centerpiece of your marriage in order for it to work. The centerpiece? Yeah. Go ahead, really, Arthur. No, he really do. I mean, without God, you, your marriage probably ain't going to go that far. I'm going to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. So, I really do believe that prayer is a very big thing. Even if you don't do it together, if you're not comfortable enough to do it together, at least, you know, do it in the morning, for during each the day, other. yeah, for each other, whenever you have time. You know, you always gotta, you know, make sure that you have God inside your relationship somewhere, you know, mm -hmm. and grow and actually get stronger. I know, I, I really know Rashawn prays for me more than I pray for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, that's. So my, I forget to pray. I know guys upset with me. I got another. 
you know, hard. <laughs> but see, look, I'm gonna get deep. Y'all are one, so his prayer had already covered you, hey. even if you weren't praying. And when he prayed for himself, he was technically praying for you. Period. Amen. Come Amen. on, one flesh. Hallelujah. Come on. <laughs> Come on. We about to go to church on this podcast. <laughs> um, you can sell your ties to Cash App. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 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 I'm that you would want to share as we begin to wrap up anything that you want to share with married um, couples or with singles who are praying and waiting to be married anything on your heart that you would like to share as we wrap up or anything that i left out that you may have wanted to discuss uh married people i would um if you have to question if this person is the one for you maybe they're not (laughs) okay I mean, yeah. But if they're worth fighting for, everything falls into place and works out. I mean, it, it will. You know, that's true. Because that first two years, yeah, yeah, for real. That first two years, it was it, it was oh, it was rough. But like, I'm so grateful for those two years though, because now we just we communicate healthy, have healthy <laughs> communication. We like even plan out our week together, our days. It's just, mm-hmm. and I, this one right here, he likes it. He's a, now. He's a planner. Yeah. I'm not, but I realize when I plan with him, it helps with my anxiety. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, if the person's worth fighting for, you'll always figure it out. You know, everything will fall into place and work out for you if you love that person. And mm-hmm. I also think that for singles, I will say this. Whenever I was 20, I had told myself, I said, I'm going to find me a husband this year. I always remember that. I always said that. Even though I knew I wanted to get married, I said, I'm going to find me a husband this year. <laughs> I said that. I really forgot I said it. And then at Valentine's Day came around, 2014, I said, I went out with this dude. He was terrible. He bought me an, you remember he bought me an ice cream cone. I said, this is not it. I said, this is my last year being single for Valentine's Day. You got to know your worth. Come on. Right. I'm worth more than an ice cream cone. I'm worth at least a Tesla. <laughs> oh, wow. At least. And you know what? I'll say this about you, Bria. Even though you were young, I, would, I have to give my sister a, a shout out, a kudos, because she taught you guys how to seek God. Even when you were young, you did not stay in relationships long because you would seek God. You would ask God, like, hey, I don't care if you met a dude, like, on Tuesday morning. By Tuesday evening, you were like, hey, God, I met Bobo. I don't know what's up with him. Is he the one or whatever? And Bria is a dreamer. So God would show her things in dreams or he would just speak to her spirit. And the next thing you know, we ain't hear from Bobo no more. <laughs> so God would drop him like that if he went right. He sure he did. And that's a truth. But when Ray Sun came, it wasn't no, he wasn't going nowhere. He didn't go anywhere. Uh-uh. But I remember that year, I said, I'm not, this is 2014. I said, it's the last year I'm being single on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And then I started working on myself. I was like trying to work on paying off my debt. I started working out this much, just a little bit. <laughs> I moved out with my roommate, Brooke. And then I met Johnson. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. 
Like, I just feel like he just, I don't know. I just feel like we just came to each other, you know? <laughs> so I think for me, this is what I, my advice to singles is always every day, improve your relationship with yourself and focus on you and focus on what you want, focus on your happiness and what can add to your happiness will come eventually. Cause Johnson adds to my happiness. Oh, you do. That's cute. <laughs> yeah so but yeah so my advice mm -hmm. uh for married couples to well I, well we already said this but communication that honest communication let me correct myself mm -hmm. honest communication is the key mm -hmm. so if you can't really communicate honestly in your in your marriage then you know try therapy that would be the next i'm advocate for therapy yeah you know <laughs> uh, couples therapy you know because um married couples y'all gotta you know pretty much work on each other and on yourselves as well because if you if if the husband working on himself or working on the marriage and then the wife is not or vice versa then yeah, your marriage probably ain't gonna you know do too well. Mm -hmm. But you know you got to be willing to work on each other. You got to be willing to actually make the marriage grow together, be a right. team, pretty much. And for the single uh, for the single people, I just say take your time. Don't don't please don't rush into to the marriage. Mm -mm. I mean, even though don't that rush. might be the best thing that you want, or that might be the number one goal, but it'll be there. You know, God, he will bring you your soulmate and you will, it's going to happen. Don't, don't try to rush it when you probably going to, when you should be married two or three years later, instead of trying to rush it, you know, this year, because when you rush it, you're going to end up marrying the wrong person. And then, all right, come on, preach. And then you know, so you got to go through all this heartache and breakups just to get to, you know, the right one. So to save all that time. Improve your relationship with yourself. Improve, yeah. And then <laughs> take your time on it because that soulmate, he's going to come. Trust me, he's going to be there. So just take your time, all the single people. All the single Amen to that. So um, you guys have a podcast that's coming up soon. I don't know when you guys are going to start, but want to talk about that a little bit before you get out of here. Okay. Yeah. Well, the podcast, the name of it is Can I Speak Now? It is an idea that I had in the middle of the night. And I text Johnson. I said, hey, I just had this idea of doing a podcast. Can you, like, remind me? We're going to talk about it in the morning when you wake up. Because I don't want to disturb his sleep. He gets his eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> I want to disturb his sleep. So we want to talk about things that you didn't learn, or things you couldn't speak about when you were younger. Mm. So, you know, you're a kid. They say, can't just be quiet. Grown folks talking. So it, we named it Can I Speak Now because this is our platform and our moment to talk about the things that we could talk, we didn't talk about when we were younger, like mental health, finances, mm -hmm. relationships, goals, self-improvement, those type of things. Like that over the past three years, I learned so much. And I'm just thankful that we had all the time to learn and all these things mm -hmm. so we can do this podcast and so we want to have guests on there that are actually going to share knowledge with everyone else right yeah so yeah so we pretty much you know our, our main mission our main goal for this podcast 
is to actually educate families mm -hmm. and pretty much, you know, bring up the topics and the subjects that they're probably either too scared to bring up or just don't feel comfortable to bring up yeah. or just don't even know about it. So, um, yeah, so our main goal is to actually educate the families so the families can grow. Yeah. You know, and so that way they can uh, be better as a family. Great well. generational curses. Yeah, too. Amen to that. Well, I love it. Um, just make sure that whenever you guys do get started, that you let me know. I'll be glad to, um, you know, yeah. definitely share your information on my page. I also just want to encourage anybody who is thinking about starting a podcast, writing a book, an article, a blog, baking a pie and selling it out the back of your car. <laughs> Whatever it is, you know, just go ahead and, and take that leap of faith and do it. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. And I just want to be totally transparent right now. It is not easy for me to do these videos. I'm still trying to grow. I'm trying to learn new technology, new software. I'm trying to improve upon my interviewing skills and communication skills. But I still feel afraid. Sometimes y'all don't know before I hit that go live button, I'd be shaking in my boots. I'd be about to pass out because sometimes I'm so nervous, but I know that God has given me a gift and a platform so that we can have these conversations so that we can work on ourselves, better our families. And as Bria said, break generational, cur generational curses. So whatever it is that God is placing you to do, go ahead and get started i don't care if you don't have i didn't have ring lights and all this other stuff that i have now background i just started with my phone just doing a video one video inspire somebody and keep it moving and here we are three four years later still doing videos so i'm sure you guys Rishon, you probably were shaking in your boots when you were talking about being an author Bria, you probably were kind of nervous about <laughs> trying to think about starting a podcast but what did you do you put effort to it and if you make one step, one thing I can guarantee, if you make one step, I can guarantee you that God will begin to open up the doors for you to do exactly what it is that he's called you to do. I saw this on TikTok yesterday. I, I'm always on TikTok University. <laughs> and I thought about this. It's stuck on my mind now. He said the meaning of supernatural means you do the natural and God does the super. So you do what you're supposed to do, the natural part. Super. So boom. Amen. <laughs> and on that note. Drop Drop <laughs> Thank you both so much for joining me tonight. I really appreciate it. Thanks for the wisdom and insights for the married couples and also for singles as well. Um, and I will talk to you guys shortly. All righty. Bye, y'all. Thank you. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this video. Thanks to those of you who are watching now and also to those of you who are going to watch this video on the replay. Again, just as a quick reminder, I am going to take a few weeks off just to reevaluate, self-reflect, go over some things, try to figure out, you know, what I need to improve, improve upon also to make sure that uh, I'm bringing on new guests, different ideas and different topics to talk about. I hope you have enjoyed these four episodes of Real Talk with Latoria L. Nettles. So if you don't see me again, it's not because I quit. I'm just redoing some uh, reevaluating things in the background. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your support. And I will see you all on the next video when it is time for me to start back again. Good night, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to Real Talk with Latoria L. Nettles.